0: W Conspiracy Shack, welcome back. I'm Daniel and I'm Wilbur, and this is kind of a special episode. I like this kind of stuff. This is episode two of this of this experiment we're running with the Cribs of the Corns guys.
1: Yeah, our our generous hosts. Yeah,
0: uh, so nice of them to have, uh, hijack their RSS feed. Yeah, uh, but no, this is all about. Getting away from being dependent on the modern food system, specifically with the government and corporations, mm-hmm. which are kind of one and the same thing.
1: They are. They are the same thing.
0: So we're going to talk about, specifically on this episode, urbanism and doing this stuff in an urban setting uh, healthily. Because you can, I mean, in, a, in your town, if you're allowed to have chickens, you can have chickens, but chickens produce a lot of waste and it can be hard to manage and they're mm-hmm. noisy and... Uh, But, yeah, we're just going to kind of go through several things you can do. Options. Yeah. Jay, what's first? Mm,
1: Let's start with uh, food supply.
0: That's all food supply. Oh, we're Uh, Actually, let's do water first. I want to do water. Uh, Most cities, it is not illegal to collect rainwater, even though they say it is. Mm. And I'm going to say this right off the top. We are not legal experts. Look into your own city ordinances, because that's where you're going to find this stuff. And they are hard to read. And that is on purpose. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a town less than fifty thousand people, I will bet you a hundred dollars that they did. The, you can buy like when you first form your city or get a city ordinance, you can basically buy like uh kind of like a uh, I don't know what you call it, like a flat version, like it's not edited or nothing. Okay, you buy like the 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 whole thing as like a uh, like a universal ordinance. Okay. That, like, most cities in the U.S. use. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, you can buy that, and 99% of the time, the cities don't change anything on it.
1: They just leave it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I won't say our name of our city on here, mm-hmm. but that's what our city did. All right. There's almost no changes, if any. I've read several through it several times, and I can't find any changes. Which, okay, good. Uh, and our city's pretty dumb. I agree. Like... Our city is limiting its own growth, or its own just everything so bad because they're worried about losing the old businesses that aren't doing suck.
1: It. Yeah, yeah.
0: The food here sucks, and it sucks because there's no competition.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Besides, eighteen pizza places. Our town in Northwest Ohio has eighteen pizza places. Northwest Ohio? Yeah, we gave up on that. Remember? Oh, I thought nobody's w- even going to know that happened.
1: I thought, yeah, ooh, yeah. We have some people that know.
0: Yeah. Anyways, no, so water sources. A lot of places allow you to collect rainwaters, uh, but look and see. I've seen cops harass people, uh, specifically on the internet, cops harassing people about collecting rainwater and saying it's illegal and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then they pull up the city ordinance and it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is illegal to own water, and that is a big deal in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, no one in, No citizen or non-citizen of the U.S. can own water.
1: Only corporations can, namely Nestle, no, they yeah. own the
0: water source. Which means... No, it's If you can get to the water, it's for you, but you just got to cross my property, and then yeah. I'll shoot you dead.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. But yeah, they don't own water. Nobody owns water. But um, anyways, getting to it. If you do figure out some way to collect water, even if it's groundwater, whatever you do, uh, and we're talking about specifically systems where you're getting away. If you listen to the last episode, you know, Chlorinated or chlorinated and fluorinated water from the city system can be detrimental to your health if you want to believe that stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, it they can shut it off. Like if yeah. if we get to points where the government is limiting our water usage,
1: well, they have done that. I in mean, it depends on where you're at in this country. California, we, we did Nevada. it here
0: in the in Ohio in '08. Really? Yeah, but that's when they. Uh, The reservoir in Lima ran out, Mm. so they started draining all the ponds. Getting more specific. It doesn't matter. People know. If you know, you know. And if you don't know... You don't know. You don't know. It doesn't matter. But no, so they started draining all the ponds around it, and they limited how much people could pull out of their wells and stuff like that. There was people like literally coming to farms and stuff checking how much water you were using. Wow. And that may fly out in California, but I'm guarantee a lot of those auditors almost got shot to death here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, it's touchy, and it should be, yeah, I don't yeah, you shouldn't. I literally had a dream last night. I didn't get to even tell you this yet. I had a dream last night, uh an official from the state, the three eight letter agency that I used to work with was in my backyard, opening up my garage, mm. and I came out and I was furious, and I did the classic uh daniel thing and i was waving my gun around did they leave no it was a horrible thing and it was just like it was a whole big thing because i didn't know they were back there Mm -hmm.
1: now now i know this is a hypothetical situation because it was just a dream let's say one of those officials did step onto your property without your permission they just came into your backyard whatever and were rooting around do you have the right to fire at someone for trespassing,
0: not this agency. Why? Okay, I would've. Because
1: I didn't want. And pronounce... First off, this is just
0: a dream. I know this is
1: just a dream. I'm just. I don't. I don't know. It was a
0: DNR officer. Yeah, and this is just a dream I had. I've been having crazy dreams. Uh, but as a DNR officer, they don't need a warrant to come on your property. So
1: now let's just say, and
0: the federal EPA doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, only and the police just need probable cause. Mm-hmm. And that can be as little in Ohio it can be as little as a smell
1: correct now can do police have to announce themselves
0: not when it's a, like a, a search like a search thing mm-hmm. like it depends on it it's heavily dependent on you knowing the law mm-hmm. and them knowing the law
1: mm-hmm. which half the time they don't
0: they don't you don't mm-hmm. I mean how, what of the Ohio laws do you know probably not two percent maybe yeah same here like, like- I know some that pertain to me I've looked into mm-hmm. but there's so many anyways no, they don't have to announce herself. depending on what it is. The DNR and the EPA do not. Mm. They do not need a warrant. They do not need to contact a judge. Mm-hmm. They can just come on. Now, what, what- I like our game warden here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like the guy. Uh, he actually lives just outside of town. I used to go fishing with him. I used to do fish fries with him. I yeah. like the game wardens in Michigan that we hang out with. You'll probably meet him. In a couple weekends, they always come and sit in our shanty with us. Nice, okay. They're cool dudes. You know, it's it's not anything against game wardens; it's against the more of the agency. Yes, I agree with that. The foot guys are just foot guys. Mm-hmm. They're going to do what they're told. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: And what's the legal standings of, like you home alone? You know, trap your house like booby trap it. That is
0: highly illegal in the whole U.S. I literally just watched a mm-hmm. uh, a lawyer like a panel on mm-hmm. YouTube where they do this kind of stuff where yeah. like they ask questions. Yeah. And it is illegal, but it, how the, the, there's phrasing for it. And it's illegal to booby trap basically your house to cause harm to anybody. Interesting. Because uh, the guy accidentally killed, the lawsuit that it was about accidentally killed a cop because his wife called and said something was wrong at the house. Mm. So he walked in and like a knife swung down the stairs and stabbed him in the face. Oh my
1: gosh. So, just stick with the paint cans and the strings. Just don't booby trap I'm your kid- house. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Now, you can have your boomsticks. I have plenty of boomsticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be a very poor decision to walk up the stairs while I'm sleeping.
1: Oh, yeah. Shoot. I've seen you karate chop my head off almost.
0: <laughs> no, I was intoxicated. But no, so back to the water stuff. I know we were talking about laws and stuff. Activated charcoal or activated carbon is a very important step. For filter. For, filter- filtration. for filtration. So if you just collect water outside, you don't want it to go stagnant. Mm-hmm. The best thing you could do, let's say you do use like an IBC tote, cut it in half. Everybody doesn't know that's so those 300-gallon square plastic cans, basically. Mm-hmm. Or 50-gallon rain barrels or whatever. You don't want it to grow mosquitoes and you don't want it to go stagnant. Stagnant water is very toxic. Mosquitoes are a problem in their self. Oh, yeah. So you can put a couple, like, put, like, st- plants like duckweed. You can buy them online. You can go to your pond and find them. Uh, watermill, stuff like that. Let them grow. That prevents stagnant go, from going stagnant.
1: How is it, Why is that?
0: It just is keeping the, the, it's eating nutrients in the water. It's not letting the bacterial colony get all the food. Gotcha.
1: Okay. And um, growing in forming. Yeah.
0: Okay. Put some mosquito fish in there. You can get them online for, like, or you can get them at the pet store for, like, 10 cents each. Mosquito fish? Yeah.
1: They eat the larva?
0: That's what they, they eat everything. Okay. But it's just kind of a name. Gotcha. Florida uses them after hurricanes. Okay. They throw them in everybody's abandoned pools and stuff like that, so mosquitoes don't get too bad. Mm-hmm. Because
1: they do, they get, any little body of water, mosquitoes will yeah. grow and grow.
0: So form activated charcoal. Jay, you've done this a couple of times, haven't you? What's that? Made activated charcoal?
1: Ah, uh, I don't think so.
0: I thought you said you did make activated carbon.
1: I know how to.
0: So yeah, go ahead and tell them.
1: I would say so. I mean, you can just do it the easiest ways, or one of the primitive ways. I guess you could do it if you really have nothing.
0: But... I mean, primitive's fine because it's everybody can do it. Then
1: okay, so you take you know you make your little bundle pile of sticks. Just make like a basically a mound of sticks, you know, um, and then you're gonna dig up some mud stuff like that, and you're gonna cover the whole outside of your little mound with mud, leaving a couple vent holes at the bottom and one vent hole at the top. So basically, you got this big mound of mud when the hole inside is a six. So then you start a little fire and throw it down inside the top of that little hole you just made. And then let that burn for a little bit. And once it starts to really burn and get a good fire going, you're gonna cover up your vent holes at the bottom. And then lastly, you're gonna cover up that vent hole at the top with more mud. And then you're just gonna let that bake in there. And then just let that sit overnight. You know, then the next day when you come out, that whole shell is gonna be hard out, you know, dried out crack it open and inside you're going to be left with a bunch of charcoal the sticks are going to be you know carbon at that point it's going to be burnt but not like completely gone burnt they're just yeah. they're going to be all that most of that carbon's going to be or most of that matter is going to be burnt out and you're going to be left with just the, the carbon carbon skeleton of all that wood in
0: there so carbon's great for cleansing water so what you can do is, you know, you have your water collection system. If you're using it for animals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it has plants and it doesn't smell bad, that's the biggest thing. Splash the water a little bit. The stinks. If it don't smell bad, you can give it to your animals. They don't need the filtered water. Mm-hmm. They, their digestive system still can handle whatever's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could probably handle it too, but it's not, you know... Ideal. It's not smart. Probably don't taste great either. Because nobody's there to take care of you. You know, you're there to take care of the animals. Mm-hmm. uh yeah, I don't imagine it tastes the best. I've drank a lot of pond water. What am I saying? I drank water out of an ice hole in Michigan a couple of years back, literally. Was it good? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it was a spring-fed lake, and it was crystal clear, like oh, 115 I feet down. I'd drink
1: that, too. It was fine. Yeah, I, don't ca- I wouldn't care.
0: The worst thing that had been in that lake was my auger bit for mm. drilling the hole.
1: Not the fish poo?
0: No. Who cares? It's just poop. Yeah. <laughs> Slurp it up like a tilapia, <laughs> which so- we'll get to in a minute. So gross. Uh no, so yeah, given that, but you could do for your water you can do it a couple ways. What I suggest is you put it over a pot, you get like terry cloth or not terry cloth, uh like cheesecloth or wine cloth, put the carbon over the pot, drain your water through that into your pot and then boil it. Hmm. So boil it's gonna kill anything off and the carb is gonna filter anything out. Hmm. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And that's only if you really need the water.
1: And that's, and then you go, the other option would be like just to distill it, right?
0: You can just distill it too, but that,
1: uh, but that drains all the nutrients and stuff yeah. out of it and minerals out. Yeah. of it. Yeah,
0: carbon and a little bit of boiling, light boiling does great. Mm-hmm. Same.
1: Okay. Good. Keeps, uh, retains the minerals. Yeah,
0: it's still water. It's still good water.
1: Um, I'm just I don't know, because I'm just going to ask questions. Can you get like river rocks too, and like or lava rocks and filter it through that somehow, or no?
0: So I and, and we'll, then hit we'll your talk, carbon. We'll talk about. It's not going to do a lot for okay. what, as in drinking quality.
1: Is there any way to add minerals to your water like naturally from like? Nat- it, it'll already have them in it.
0: Okay. I mean, throw a little dirt in there if you really want. I don't care what you do. Uh, there you go. That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking about. No, you should. You should be fine. Don't boil the absolute hell out of it. You know. Yeah. But, you just boil. Give it a light boil. Make sure everything in there's dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you don't get beaver
1: fever. Yeah, we don't want beaver fever, especially when you're. Living on your own, let's put it that way. Yeah, you don't want it. The the goal is to be self sustainable and not have to rely on any institutions to take care so of it. So let's say
0: own. you have like this house is has about a half an acre of grass like a yard. Okay. You don't need unless like we, we're leaving our backyard area alone, like the the area we hang out in, the fire pit, you know, where we hang out with everybody. We're literally using every other space for plants this upcoming year. Okay. In our front yard for plants too. You don't need grass. I I don't know where this, well, I do know where this whole thing came from uh, a little bit. Uh, I can't remember the name of that show, but they talked about like how the U.S. imported all these grasses and like how everybody's front yard, like everybody's yard had to be grass. Yeah. Like it's, I don't get that. That's the space you can use for food. Mm -hmm. You're really good crops, sunflowers, potatoes, a little bit of sweet corn. Everybody likes sweet corn, but it does take up a lot of space for. The little bit of product you're going to get at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, but then we'll get to, back to it at the end. But then canning that stuff and preserving it. Mm-hmm. Canning is super easy once you know how to do it.
1: Something old Wilbur here needs to learn.
0: Yeah. Uh, and just look up a YouTube video for that. They're going to teach you a lot better than I am on a audio level. You're going to be able to do mm-hmm. for you guys at home. Just look up a YouTube video how to can. They're most of them are six minutes long, hmm. and they're super self explanatory. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's uh, for plants. Another thing you could do is the columns. So you're going to take a four-inch PVC pipe, and about every foot or foot and a half, you're going to put a a, th- a four-way junction on it. So basically, it keeps going up. So you connect another piece of pipe, but there's o- four openings, and you can plant plants in there. Mm-hmm. And you can make these, you know, four or five, six, seven foot tall if you really want. And every foot, you can have a set of plants. This only works with smaller plants, like your herbs. Uh, some really small, you know, it's really hard to do with like bigger potatoes, like tomatoes and stuff like that. Corn. Right. You can't do it. You can't do it with corn. (laughs) Uh, but like heavier plants is hard to do, but your smaller plants is great. Mm -hmm. And your vining plants would be great too. Like beans and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And you could put strings in between them and stuff like that. So the vines can crawl out on, but yeah, it's really just picking what plants you want and kind of dicing up your area and picking the stuff that's most efficient for you. Right. Any questions on any of that so far?
1: I mean, so you need a water supply, and you need a food supply. Mm
0: -hmm. So we just did plants,
1: just right. right That's really
0: simple. I know I didn't give a whole lot of actual information for that, Mm -hmm. but these are thoughts. You know, you got to to decide what you want to do with your yard,
1: and the purpose of having your own water supply and your own plant supply to provide food and stuff, is so you're not going, you're not reliant on going to the grocery like store.
0: This last, during COVID, when chicken got like eight bucks a pound. hmm But family's, afford, that's chicken. That's the cheapest meat. hmm You know, so, and we're going to talk about protein stuff in a minute. There's two hyper-efficient animals we're going to really talk about.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole goal of this is to be self-sufficient.
0: At least mostly.
1: Mostly, yes, for the most part. Where
0: you don't need to go to the store.
1: Yes, your, your budget is staying you know, in your pocket or your, your money staying in your pocket. So you can spend it on other things, you know, that are like more MREs important. emergency. What'd you say? Like MREs. MREs.
0: Yeah. Meals ready to eat. Oh, things it's like just, that. It's a joke.
1: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But just, um, it keeps that money in your own pocket. So it's not being, you know, vampire sucked out. of. Yeah. You. So
0: the whole point is just, you know, when they raise chicken eight or nine bucks a pound, you the, don't care.
1: Yes, they're not crippling you. You don't care. Just mm-hmm. don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Like, but this last time we went through it, you didn't have the choice. Mm-hmm. You need protein. Mm-hmm. That's the best option at that point. And Jay won't eat bugs.
1: No, I will not. I mean Wilbur. Wilbur does not eat bugs. I don't know who that other guy is, but Wilbur won't eat bugs.
0: And Wilbur won't eat bugs.
1: So, uh, yeah, so you can keep the bugs in the ground. Now, I'm not against bugs. I think they're good. I they mean, obviously, they play a great role for the environment. And, you know, I think it's good to breed bugs, which will get there. It will get there. In a but, minute. no,
0: I think bugs are a, a fine food source when you don't, you're don't. not forced to eat them. Jay's scared of that.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> – Wilbur's scared of that. Wilbur does not want to be forced to eat bugs. <laughs> I hate this. It's funny, but Wilbur does not want to eat bugs because the main reason I feel like it's – uh it's almost like a sp- spiritual degenerate thing like you're I don't uh, I don't know you, most
0: no. of the world is still eating bugs at some degree they're tasty uh, June bugs is popcorn like they pop like that with the fat inside them crayfish shrimp we eat all kinds yeah. of arthropods
1: but those are water those are those are different
0: they're not they are they are grosser than land than land arthropods I guarantee they're grosser
1: mmm I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just a mental thing. But I just you, I ain't doing it. I am not doing it. I will not dig up in the ground. I did eat a worm once, but I ain't a bug. That wasn't once; it was multiple times. I ate worms. Wilbur, you know, had a weird childhood growing up. Someone dared me, and I did it. I wasn't gonna back down. There's a worm. What? Just squeeze the poop out. What happened to you? What do you mean?
0: You're just so broken.
1: You know what? Everyone has their own.
0: You're so broken in your heart.
1: Everyone walks wears their own pair of boots and walks their own path in them. Okay, I ate worms. Deal with it. <laughs> didn't kill me. I didn't even chew them up. I just swallowed them whole. <laughs> yeah, chew them up. Nope, I didn't. The
0: bug we're gonna talk about, millworms, are about the best to eat. Okay.
1: Let's Well, we'll get that. We'll We'll get get there. Okay.
0: Uh, but yeah, so yeah, you just got to pick what plants you like and stuff like that. And then you're going to, you know, during harvest canning and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. pulling seeds back. You can YouTube all this. This is stuff. This is not going to be a complete walkthrough. This is just to put some ideas in your head. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When we get to birds later, I can pretty much give you a complete walkthrough in that system. Okay. And the the fishes. But now that Jay brought up the bugs, let's talk about bugs. Yeah. So millworm farms, um, a guy on a, another show that we know, Andy, he has a, an amazing mealworm farm for all of his animals and stuff like that. And we have our own mealworm farm started. So you, there's many, many different ways you can do these things. Uh, we we have the pretty much classic big totes, sawdust, oats, uh, and then you throw in your table scraps, your mm-hmm. non-liquidy table scraps. So you you know potato peels, extra car- the carrot tops, stuff like that. You throw in and they eat your refuse. Yeah, the beetles aren't very good at getting out. the The adult version is not very good at getting out. So long as you just have some air holes, you're probably not going to lose any.
1: So basically mealworms start as like these, these grub-looking Big fat worms-looking worms yeah. things. And that's what you want. That's
0: what you want to eat. If you're going to eat them, you clean them first, and then they're pretty much just starch. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty great on that aspect.
1: And that's what you want to feed other things as well, yeah. too. Yeah, so when we
0: talk about like the, some of the birds and stuff like that, or the tilapia, uh, we're going to talk about. They're good options to feed those animals, as uh, whether it treats— You'd need a pretty substantial farm for them mm-hmm. to feed them all off, like just that.
1: But you want those worms, you know, initially to grow up into actual yeah, you, need, yeah. Bug, you, need, the, beetle you need the beetles so they can reproduce and mm-hmm. create. And more And beetles worms. are bitter,
2: so most things don't eat
1: them. Yeah, so you don't want to you don't want to eat those, but you need them to reproduce and to keep your population going, obviously. So that's a good part with mealworms. I mean, mealworms is a great, and this is. More Daniels' area of expertise, but that's the that's the a great bug to have on hand to be farming or to be growing and developing, not just to feed yourself. Because I won't do it; I won't eat them unless desperate times. He's gonna eat them. I will not.
0: I'll make pancakes out of them. The one day,
1: I would literally better be dying before that. I'm not even gonna tell you. I won't come back.
0: I won't tell you you ever eat them till like two years down the road, and that's the day I jump off a bridge. And it'll probably be like. These are the best pancakes I've ever had. In my I'll life. know,
1: my heart will know. I'll leave like
0: a little one of their heads in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, then I'll really know. But I mean, I'm definitely not going to be like Bear girls and find that big too. grub out a of a faker.
0: Lug. Well, no, he did eat that bug. Yeah, that poor Goliath beetle larva. Yeah, well, uh, I'm they're not- freaking. You know how much those bugs are? Those larvae are here in the U.S. Like cost? Yeah, uh-uh. a lot of money. Really? Yeah, because they're they're not they're not easy to find. <sighs> and I he just ate one. Well, yeah, he bought one in a pet store before that episode oh yeah i'm not even uh, no, doubting he I,
1: was i believe it did
0: you ever see the pictures of him eating like all like the chicken like chicken stir fry off camera and stuff like that i believe it yeah
1: he was the biggest faker yeah he's no less stroud
0: less stroud's the real deal
1: less stroud is the real deal he's a good man i like less me too. me too uh
0: but yeah so that's the bugs uh some other options earthworm farms compost pile stuff like that
1: which I always, I kind of want to get into that too. Is it is it beneficial to have that over the worm mealworm, for what earthworms? Just to have them,
0: they're kind of hard to get in any numbers. Yeah, uh, but they're great for compost.
1: That's what I heard. Yeah, compost. But yeah, but hmm. they don't
0: do a whole lot. I mean, I've watched for, some, like extra stuff past the compost, like or oxygenating is, the soil.
1: Oh, gotcha. I mean, is it good for like? having them to feed like chickens and things like that you're
0: not going to ever really have enough Mm,
1: okay to keep Uh, up
0: yeah like exponential growth with the millworms is pretty good exponential growth of the night crawlers isn't as easy
1: okay food for thought
0: yep uh so yeah composting so let's get into protein protein Protein. okay turnix quail go get yourself about 200 turnix quail
1: they're little birds
0: yeah, so they're they're in the quail family. They're actually a Galapova, which is in the turkey family. Uh, these birds top out about twelve ounces. They have they just look like little tiny chickens. They're super clean, super quiet. Uh, they don't they. So here's the thing with in town living, you can't give them ta- a tap water. They can't handle the fluoride and they can't handle the chlorine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you either need to treat your water, which you can get stuff, and I suggest there's a crystal you can buy. Look up water treatment crystal. You can get like a 50-pound bag of it for like 100 bucks. Mm, okay. But it'll last you probably till you die. Okay. I knew a guy that I used to do stuff with that literally had a basement of eight or 9,000 gallons of water. And that's how he treated all of his water. And he bought one bag like nine years ago, and he's still using it. Wow. Because it's just like you need like a tablespoon of these crystals per like 100 gallons. And it
1: treats the water? Yeah. Interesting. What it causes
0: is it causes all these these... Pure, in periods to gas off.
1: Gas off? Yeah. Okay.
0: So it kicks them out into the air.
1: Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. That's pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. It's great. They're, they're great. It's, uh, I can't remember the name of the crystal. I, it's, uh, that's the one I always had. I had a couple reactions with. It's a sulfide of some kind.
1: Okay. So it's probably not good for you to... Maybe, it
0: gets perhaps. out of the water pretty quick. Once the reaction is oh, done, okay. it's, go- it's, it's done. It's gone,
1: okay. So water purifying crystal Yeah.
0: The, I have the liquid... Is what I use. Okay, it's a little more pricey, but it's the same. It's the same, same stuff. Same deal. Gotcha. Uh, so, so yeah, you get these can't quail. Handle that, Yeah, they they hatch in eighteen days. Uh, if you don't for now. Just get an incubator. You get one on Amazon, uh, a really cheap one for like fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. You get an incubator, your brood box from after the chicks hatch. They need to be in there for a couple of weeks. Is just a like a plastic tub with a heat lamp hole. And a quail feeder and a quail water. Mm-hmm. They need high protein turkey food or high protein wild game bird food. They need to be over twenty eight percent. of you buy a fifty pound bag of turkey food at thirty percent, that's twenty two bucks a Tractor Supply. I just bought one yesterday. It's the only reason I know it. Okay. Uh,
1: Did you go through that one bag already? No, I
0: just I was in Lima. So got gotcha, you extra. So we've had right. these guys for about a month and a half, but I've had twenty of them, and we're not even close to going through the bag. Okay, cool. So.
1: It'll last you a while.
0: It'll last you a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, these guys lay eggs every day like chickens after six to eight weeks. Um, they have a life cycle of about two to three years, but most of the time, most people get rid of them after about a year and a half, like the old egg, egg layers. They butcher super easy, uh, but yeah, they, I mean, they're pretty straightforward thing. So when you start, you need to have whatever size you want is the size of breeders and egg layers you want. So as I mean by that, the population you want. How many animals do you want? How many animals do you want to eat? How many eggs do you want daily? You have to decide that and put the space aside. A three-by-three three square cage. is good for about 20 of them.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so you not could, much surface area no. at all. So
0: you can do them stacked and really pump them out if you want. You can do them in longer, nicer cages. You, you know, it's, it's really up to you. Turn come in all kinds of colors if that's important to you. You can get a big variety of pretty, pretty birds. They're super quiet in town. like
1: Which I was shocked.
0: Yeah. I mean, we when we went and picked up our chicks, we were in that room of like 200 of them and we didn't hear them.
1: Yeah. They were just, they're quiet little birds.
0: Mm-hmm. And like it's super easy to butcher stuff like that. Uh, so you need to make sure you plan, like you need to make sure you don't run out of breeders. So every six months, I would say pull out a set for future breeders. So they're ready to go by the time your, these, the, your original breeders are ready to retire. Gotcha. So it's stuff like that you got to think about. Yeah. Uh, keep hatching them out. Eat them; they're good. You can harvest them like they're harvestable. Wait in about ten weeks. Okay. Next is tilapia.
1: Tilapia fish, fish. So you taught me an f- interesting fact yesterday about fish. Oh gosh. And water consumption.
0: Oh, so tla- fish in general, fish agric- in agriculture, use the least amount of water for any agricultural meat.
1: So let let that thought sit with you for a minute, listeners. Friends, go Let's ahead. Just think about that. Fish, Fish use, use the, the least, least amount, amount of water. Ain't that? Don't that, bl- that blow your mind? Because it blew mine.
0: Freaking cows use like 150 gallons per pound. Ain't that nuts? It's so wasteful. And I, you know, I like cows. Yeah, but we need to stop commercially farming them. Commercially. commercially
1: yes, I agree with that because it's just awful. They're they're
0: not, and I'm not saying with their gases, they produce nothing. No, not that. But the strain on the environment to produce one pound of cow is astronomical compared oh. to the strain on the environment to produce a pound of chicken or a pound of fish
1: and the conditions commercial cow farms the cows are in the conditions they're actually in awful
0: depends on which cow farm you go to there's plenty of big ones True. around here like the big ones around here are really nice
1: but the, i'm saying like you know what the ones i'm talking about the major i would say corporate be. owned ones i mean the
0: one here is thirty five thousand head mm-hmm that's a lot of cows. that's a lot of cows, yeah. And they do they keep it pretty clean.
1: And I'm not, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on them and say probably a majority of them aren't as clean like that.
0: I think majority I, of them are good because now we have so? so many agencies that check on these guys. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be big and get away with this stuff. Gotcha. Because there's so many third party agencies that's doing animal welfare mm-hmm. that it's pretty hard to get away with. It's not a government gotcha. agency that's checking on you. Gotcha. It's like uh, when you United Dairy Farmers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They basically allow these third party companies in. They come in and check out livestock uh, welfare. Gotcha. Just to make sure, because now they can say like, "No, we're good," because this extra this organization that's no, we're not paying, mm-hmm. and they have nothing to do with us, mm-hmm. is saying it's the cows are in good condition. I think it's hard to be a large. And I'm talking about a medium to large farmer anymore and have really poor quality animals. Gotcha. Or really poor health conditions. And which the, which it should be. It should be. It should be that very way. difficult to treat your animals like crap. I'm all for raising food. Literally, I'll eat everything, but... <laughs>
1: Except onions. Well, I, yeah, I can't well, not, physically. Not you, never mind. That's our yeah. friend.
0: Anyways, th- yeah, if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, no, it's... It, y- there's a difference between animal rights and animal welfare. All animals should be well taken care of. Mm. All meat to the day, like, till, you know, your, your butcher 'em should be... Properly cared for, it's humanely. They yeah. are animals. They mm-hmm. are us. You know, they're beings. Yes. We still need to eat them. Don't get me wrong, but he, they don't need to live like crap the right. whole time before you eat
1: them. I agree, and I think probably my biggest issue with major, I don't know, food farms like that, which I've seen it with chickens. I don't chickens get, is the worst. Yes, is there nobody their living, cares their living conditions? But then also what they're being fed, and like you know what the animal pigs eats. get fed the worst. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, I I guess with chickens, it's like the artificial, like the hormones stuff. Oh, you're talking – yeah. Like just things like that. It's, it's – when you're doing it yourself, you know what that animal is consuming because what they consume and then if you consume them, you're ultimately consuming that as well. You know what I mean? And I guess I don't pay – I guess when I'm shopping, I'm kind of conscious of that. Like there's certain brands I'm not going to buy, especially when it comes to chicken uh tyson like if i see tyson i just don't want it because i just don't want to be associated i don't want to eat what they're feeding their chickens if that makes mm, sense i've never really had
0: a problem with tyson
1: I sh- I, and that's maybe i'm wrong or misinformed on it but I, it's just the conclusion i draw myself just something mm. sticks out with me it's just like eh, i'm not gonna i'm just gonna avoid that so i've kind of made that part of my life you know eating when I choose my food, I guess. I guess. I try to be conscious of it. Now, I don't always do the best with everything, but there's certain things that I just have.
0: Like, you won't eat bugs. And I don't get why.
1: Yeah, I won't eat bugs, especially if they have a Tyson label. I'm not going to eat a Tyson bug. That's for dang sure. I'm going to
0: start bringing you bug coffee.
1: Oh, gosh. I, I'll, poop. I'll, I'll bring you poop coffee. You ever seen that? No. So they make, like, poop. They make, like, bat guano coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like... uh. What do they do? I, I don't know. There's a poop coffee. Google, you can Google it. It's it exists, and I I it's supposedly it's really good. I ain't drinking it. It's on my bug level. I ain't eat, I ain't drinking poop, and I ain't eating bugs. Draw the line. <laughs> that's, I don't know. That's it.
0: So back to tilapia. Yeah. <laughs> tilapia are super easy to raise. They're super easy to breed. They need to stay above fifty degrees though, and they won't grow at that temperature. They need to be above seventy to grow. And they need to be at 80 to breed. Ooh. So you're really breeding them in the summer unless the, you have your breeders inside like we do.
1: So if you're if you're going to choose this route of raising tilapia, they need to be—I think that's important. You might want to repeat that a little slower.
0: 50 degrees is they need to be above 50 to live.
1: To live and grow. No, or no, just to live. Just, just to, to live, live okay?
0: They need to be above 70 to grow. To grow bigger? Yeah, and they need to be above 80 to breed.
1: Okay, to shoot eggs in each other's mouths.
0: Yes, and they are mouth-brooding fish, like Jay was.
1: (sighs) Wilbur. Come on, Daniel.
0: Damn, Daniel. So they are egg-brooding fish, uh, or mouth-brooding fish. So they do carry their eggs in their mouth, and you can either put them in an incubation tube, like you'd pull the eggs out of their mouth and put them in an incubation tube, or you can let them hatch them out. I would suggest if you do have a female holding eggs... You pull her out and put her in her own tank, because when she starts releasing the the babies, the other fish will try to eat them.
1: And um, that's probably gonna be the hardest part with raising them, right? Is what is knowing the signs of when to yank that female out of there.
0: Yeah, it's gonna take time. It's it's a practice thing. You know, you're gonna watch them because they're holding the eggs in their mouth, mm-hmm. so they're like kind of swishing them around constantly. So you'll kind of look. They kind of look like they're talking. Gotcha. But they all kind of look like they're talking. Yeah. So it's you know it's just something you're gonna. You're gonna learn as you go,
1: and then also, um, when those eggs hatch,ed you got to pull that female back out then of that tank. So that, yeah, and put her so back she, in with so the She don't pop. eat her own brood.
0: Yeah, uh, the easiest thing is in the heat of summer. If you have like a small, like fifty to sixty gallon tub, put two females and a male in there, and give them a couple ceramic pots, and just let them breed, and then just let them breed in there all summer. Start netting out the babies.
1: Um. Also, can it be too hot for them to breed? Does it just have to be over? I don't 80? think you're going
0: to have that problem in most of the U.S.
1: I'm just ma- I'm just wondering like,
0: and yeah, if for it's them over like bre- 95 degrees constantly, they'll probably won't they'll probably stop breeding. Okay, there we go. That's uh, all I need to know. But for you, to get your water over 95 degrees, it's going
1: to take a lot of heat.
0: You're going to have I'm- other problems like having water.
1: Yes, we all evaporated. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh. Yeah. That's not going to be your first issue. Okay. And then you just kind of select them off by size. So the route we went is IBC Totes. We have three of them with the lids t- cut off and a 50-gallon drum filter. Basically, you pull water off the bottom. IBC Totes already have a nozzle there. And then you put it back in the top. Uh, basically, it's a flow-through system. So it pulls water off the bottom with a pump. And it's a pool pump. You can go buy them, try to buy, buy them at Walmart. They're like 50 to 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. The 50-gallon drum, you can find them on Craigslist. Yeah, I mean, they're just rain barrels. And then it pumps into the bottom of that and it pushes up through a filter media. So, what that means is a substance or something that is growing bacteria to eat the extra nitrates and stuff in the water for water filtration. We use lava rocks. Uh, they're super cheap, landscaping lava rocks. Hmm. They're super cheap. They have a lot of surface area and they're really good for it. Um, for our kind of, so we're a low production system. So, we do about a pound a gallon. So when you're raising fish, like if you're planning on raising catfish to two pounds, you know it's going to take two gallons to produce that fish of space. Okay. If you're tilapia, you're raising them to be a pound, then it's one fish per gallon. Okay. So if each tank has 250 gallons in it, you can raise 250 tilapia in each tank.
1: er, Hypothetically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're having a higher, if you're extra filtering and you're doing a lot more filtration, you can bump that probably about double. Oh, okay. Uh, you can do two to two and a half pounds per gallon of tilapia or a catfish.
1: Is it filter something you can make yourself? Yeah. So I, I, literally, it's just lava rocks. I it's, was the, say it's it. the pump and lava rock. That's a filter. I have a thought in my head. Could I just fill like a PVC tube full of lava rocks? Drill some holes in the bottom. You know, lay it sideways, fill it with lava rocks, pump the water in one end, and just let it then dump out the other end basically through the little
0: holes for
1: water for to filter the water for what. Uh, for your tanks, like you're talking about.
0: Yeah, so you need a lot more. Like, you're going to need one-third of the total volume in filter space. So you have three IBC totes. Okay. That's almost 900 gallons.
1: To filter.
0: That's 900 gallons of total water you're going to need to filter. Okay. So your tank, that your filtration tank needs to be about one-third that.
1: So like a 300-gallon filtration yes. tank. So you would have this... Filtration tank filled to the brim with lava rocks. Yes. Okay. And then you're running your water, filling that up and it yeah. So it out a of little
0: that. tube like that wouldn't work very well unless you're doing a little a little tank.
1: Gotcha. What if it was like a big six foot or I mean, six inch PVC? It's,
0: it's not going to be as efficient as just running it in a barrel. Gotcha. Because you're going that's going to take up so much. I mean, think about a six inch PVC tube. How long it's going to take to get 300 gallons in it? Right. Yeah. Like I'm, that's a lot. That's a lot of long space. Right. It's going to be really heavy. Oh yeah. So you're not going to attach it to the ceiling. Right. Hmm. Okay. So the the rain barrel is about the best thing. Okay. And yeah, it's pretty simple. Uh, YouTube it again. That's pretty much all these things. And then another, you can see about ten billion different ways to do them. No, in my opinion, not really. Any system is going to be wrong or right. Yeah. It's really what you want to do, what you want to get out of it, and how much you know knowledge you have in it.
1: And another question with these rocks: Do you have to ever cl- pull them out and clean them?
0: So some people backflow. If you're not, so, uh, we're going to talk about feed ratios. If you don't overfeed your tanks, you should never have that problem of having to backflow them. Okay. So that's backflowing is reversing and cleaning out the filtration media. Uh, that's only when there's a lot of excess food that's not being eaten by and the fish, and it's getting sucked through the yeah, filter. Yeah, it's getting stuck and it's gumming it up. Gotcha. Uh, so you're gonna feed about uh, like 13% body weight per week. Okay. So that's I know that's a lot of numbers and it sounds kind of funky. Yeah. We're gonna do is get like 10 fish out each week. Weigh them, and average it,
1: and then that's how much feed you put in there. Yeah, so
0: then after you get that number, so you let's say each fish is a quarter of a pound on like, and you average out, it averages out to a quarter of a pound. But now you're going to times that by let's say there's 250 fish in the tank. So what's a quarter of 250? 25 plus a quarter of 50, so like 35 pounds. Okay. So let's say it's 35 pounds, or Yeah, 35 pounds of fish are in this tank. Okay. As of this now. Now you're going to times that by, you know, the 0.13 to get your 13% body weight. Gotcha. Okay. So it'll be like three pounds of food a week in that tank is what that's eating. But it'll change in a week because they're going to get bigger. They're going to grow. Yeah. So that's the stuff you got to look at. If you go too much food... You know, you're going to gum up the system. You're going to kill all the fish because the, nit- the nitrates leaving the food is going to just kill everything. Gotcha. So it's it's easier to underfeed than overfeed. Okay. So it's it's probably better to underfeed? No, because you're not going to grow. Gotcha. So you're not accomplishing anything.
1: So there's a range you got to be. That
0: 13% is very important.
1: To be in- efficient. Okay. Yeah. So that's an important number. Take note. If and you can note look at own... all
0: this all up. I mean, literally, yeah. it's. You don't need a, a college education. You need you. All you really need is a YouTube education. Yeah, these are just ideas for you to think about. Mm-hmm. And there's less. I mean, you can literally do IBC totes outside with uh, aquatic vegetation as your filtration and oxygen, oxygenation means. You're not going to produce nearly as many fish per unit, but if you got the space, and you don't want to deal with all the filtration and electricity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Like, you know, you may be able to produce. 50 pounds of tilapia for 300 gallons instead of, you know, 250. Right. But you're not spending any money, you know, as you know, you still got to feed your fish. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of the ideas that we've been working on. There's
1: one thing we we haven't, we're probably not going to touch on, especially this episode, but um, I think an important thing maybe going forward would be electricity or having access to that or getting off the grid.
0: It's gonna be really hard to do it in an urban setting. Correct, because you're not allowed. Correct. Oh, okay. So it's legally you cannot. Yeah.
1: You can't even create your own like power supply, like to supply other things.
0: It's weird. Hmm. There's a lot of weird laws with it. Like getting a solar panel in town is really hard.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Ain't that weird? Ain't it odd? Ain't it though? Hmm. So I think we need, you know.
0: What yep. I would suggest is you can get like the windmill, like bubblers and stuff like that. If you're doing fish, yeah, but like quail, you don't really need electricity. If you're no. gonna if we're gonna hatch quail without an incubator, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a chicken. Quail don't oh. not sit on their eggs very well. Gotcha, I understand. So you get a hen and give her the eggs.
1: I always thought this now this is crazy. I not crazy, but it's a day I always thought in my head, what if uh, like there was a kind of a third-party power company that all they did was uh, they just hired people to sit on bikes that and just is tr- 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 and pedal
0: a rick and morty episode
1: is it really no well yeah it is kind of the, yeah because it's the, the stompers. universe and, yeah it's the, the universe. batteries so i always thought why not why doesn't someone just have their own business where you just literally pay people to do this and you just supply power or why doesn't the town you're not allowed ain't that nuts why can't you do that
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, You're just not allowed to make your own power.
1: And that's sus to me, very sus.
0: I wouldn't, I don't know what to tell you, but if I was going to make my own power, which I wouldn't suggest because it's illegal. Yes. Is get a windmill, a a couple windmills, windmills with an alternator on them and just charge car batteries.
1: Yeah, car batteries is a good thing, I think.
0: But you shouldn't do that because it's illegal. Ain't that weird? No, why? You Shouldn't do that because it's illegal.
1: But I understand what you're saying, Daniel. But ain't it weird that it's illegal?
0: Absolutely not. You're
1: we're allowed to express ourselves on this on this show. Ain't it odd? Ain't it odd
0: that a house of God looks like a facade for training death squads, proclaiming jihad?
1: I heard that on another show. Somewhere. We're just saying. Ain't it odd? It is odd, and I don't, I just don't understand why. I, I think I do.
0: That's a control tactic. I mean, exactly.
1: exactly. That's why. Because you have to be reliant on something.
0: Yeah, I would just start collecting car batteries. Mm hmm. And, but that's illegal, so you shouldn't. But even with that, there's problems. Cause there's people that are throwing them in the ocean. That was a meme for a long time. Oh my gosh! People throwing all their car batteries in the ocean. Why? Because our generation is the dumbest generation to ever exist. Talking about my generation. I don't. No, I don't think so. I think the next one is might beat it. I no, I know everything after us is one generation. Us and one ge- is, in okay. the past one generation. I don't care how they split it up. Normally. Yeah. yeah. But it's this technology. Like it's. Yeah, it's true. This TikTok and this iFunny and
1: yeah, that's not good for
0: society. I don't that's believe. Literally, they threw hundreds of thousands of car batteries in the ocean as a meme.
1: Oh, it was like that. Okay, well, yeah, it was probably uh, um, what's the word? Not a psyop, but it is a. It's they were programmed to do that. It became a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think there, a lot of those things, trends, a lot of those trends that happen are manufactured. They're yeah, not natural. 100%. Yeah.
0: But getting back to the the, the h- urban home homesteading, uh, yeah, getting your own ba- battery charging station would be very useful. But illegal. But illegal. And you could do it with solar panels, too. I like solar panels. A lot of people don't like solar panels. I think for this kind of usage, they're they're great. Uh, people always complain that they take up a lot of space, stuff like that. I Me and you talk about it off air all the time. Mm-hmm. That... You just got to use that space accordingly. Like a lot of people I know, a really good use of solar farms is raising right, like raising them to be 10 foot tall and then growing either tomatoes or sheep under them. Mm. Animals are plants that don't like full sunlight. Uh, so you're getting a double use out of the space. Not only is it a solar farm, mm-hmm. it's also still an active farm I think- for the real estate or habitat. Literally uh, out west, it's some of the best uh, grouse habitat you can do, sage mm-hmm. grouse, is underneath these solar farms.
1: Um, I think the only disadvantage. Say, I think solar is a great thing
0: too. Yeah, there's problems with all of them. Don't yes. get me wrong. Yeah, they have a lot of rare earth elements and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think that's we're also fracking the earth to get the last bit right, of natural gas right. out of it, which is causing cities to disappear.
1: But like, yeah, I was going to say the only disadvantages is this is solar is, uh, it's not yeah. a constant because if it's well, one, it's nighttime, half the half the day, half the whatever. Um, two, it could be cloudy, and you know that's an issue. And then three, the maintenance part of it.
0: So the maintenance, okay, so solar panels themselves can last up upwards of fifty years. yeah, uh, <clears throat> so you don't have a whole hell of a lot of maintenance on them if mm-hmm. you set yeah. them right or upright. Most solar to produce the most effectiveness for their area only need like five or six days of good sunlight mm-hmm. uh, they're not like you know they're they're fine. They're gonna catch a lot of solar radiation, whether they're sun or not. Uh, cause they're catching solar radiation off the backside of the moon. So the bounce of the light they're catching, uh, cloudy days are still catching solar radiation. There's still all this energy they're turning, they're transferring, mm. uh, now six or, you know, five or six really good sunny days. I can't remember what it is to power a house, but like if you had this X amount to power your house, it's, you only need like six days. Um, uh, what was the other rare earth elements yeah i mean we're fracking or drilling mm-hmm. for oil which i think i think petroleum-based fuels are the worst thing ever like gas diesel n- uh, natural, natural gas. gas because it's it's getting harder and harder to get and it is a finite resource uh is that true yes is that true any of anything on earth is a finite resource water yeah there's only x amount of water on this planet salt water I, it may be locked up in other forms and stuff like that but there's only x uh, the They're... problem with natural gas and oil and stuff like that right now is that the easy stuff's all gone or mostly gone you know we have reserves and stuff like that but mm. literally they have towns in texas disappearing because of fracking
1: see fracking i'm not a f-
0: that's what we have to do to get natural gas out now really yeah that's mm. what fracking is is to get the nat- to crush the rocks below the surface and get the natural gas to come out. Yeah, not a good thing. But that's happening. It's getting more yeah. and more frequent. It's just now we just care because it's happening in the U.S. It's happened everywhere else forever. Mm-hmm. Like, so these products are getting harder and harder to get.
1: And you know, we talk or they talk about you know, let's, let's save the environment. You know, let's move away from this and move to electricity. Let's move to battery stuff. Do you know how harmful it is the environment to like mine lithium,
0: cobalt, patro- you know, yeah. any of the? But it's just it, the other thing with battery stuff is that it's where you're getting your battery power from. Yeah. If your battery power is still coming from a coal fire plant, you're still powering that car by coal.
1: Which yes, which people don't realize. It doesn't
0: matter if it has a battery or not. Mm-mm. Like hydroelectric is like one of the worst ones for the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz it just kills whole ecosystems.
1: Now, I do think that is a good way to uh get electricity if you can funnel off the water in a way where you're not
0: no one has ever done it successfully you can pull off stream but think when you start pulling off streams you're caught you're affecting the flow because you're pulling x amount of flow off that Mm. system to run through your turbine Hmm. you can't do hydroelectric at any sizable scale without
1: no, not sizable, but well, I'm saying like personal use, like home use. You okay. could
0: probably do it. They make phone chargers with a, for in the, for river current. That's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, I used to have one when we used to do a f- uh, fly fishing in Michigan a lot. It's just a little one like that. It'll charge yeah. your phone.
1: Yeah, See, stuff like that I think is cool. You yeah. could do, but mm-hmm. you had
0: to power your house, so you're going to need a lot. A lot, yeah, for sure. And the maintenance on the aquatic stuff is so much higher because uh, you're running trying to run electric stuff with alternators yeah. in the water. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. All Nader's sees when they get a little a little wet, mm-hmm. let alone being in the water.
1: So you just need a big old, uh, what's that, water wheel things? What is that called? What was that called? They got them on the side of rivers in the old houses and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: Why can't I think of the name of it?
0: Uh, no, we used to use them as a – I can't think of the name of it either right now. I don't know why. They're mills. I mean
1: – Water mills. Well, I think they're water mills. They right? may be water mills. It's just – you just need a big one of those. Doesn't affect the fish just collects that flowing river.
0: It does affect the fish. And Next way. time you look at one- Not not like a
2: ne-
1: dam, though.
0: Next time you look at one, mm-hmm. there's always a dam built beside them. Oh, really? Yeah. Your mind is painting that out, because there is. Why? They only work when there's a dam beside them. Why? Because the river's going to take the path of least resistance. So if it's going to push this wheel, or is it going to go around it? Mm. It's going to go around it. So you build the dam, so it has to push the wheel.
1: See, they need to f- understand how flows. just leave water, water alone. Flows.
0: It doesn't work. Water's going to go around it unless you make it go through it.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Water will always pick the path of least resistance. It's just how it works. That's how it behaves.
1: So you need to – here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. You build a retention pond. Collects rainwater with all that, whatnot. Let it build up. Then you just have a little pipe coming out of the bottom of it. And you pipe that into a tiny little jet stream. And you shoot that out to spin a turbine. And then you let that drain off into wherever it needs to go back. You into know how the clogged,
0: how fast that's going to get clogged. Every two seconds.
1: Well, you need your big filters in there too. I don't know. I'm trying to think here. See, it's just,
0: it's just leave water alone because it's not. It's nowhere is it going to be effective and non-destructive. I do think the
1: ancients may have figured out a ways with water and
0: stuff like that. Yeah, they did, but they they destroyed their whole environment. They manhandled. The, that's why the Sahara Desert is formed.
1: No, not that. Um, in South America, there's a. Uh, it's called. Uh, it's not Alente Tombo. It's not. It do Tombo Machai. Google this at home, people.
0: Is this one of the aqueduct ones? Uh,
1: it's it's they called it like the water uh, or like a. Uh,
0: so aqueduct system killed whole river systems. It's not that. It's
1: not that. It's not aqueduct. It's uh. It was a naturally flowing spring, um, but they. Uh, built they called it uh, like a resort that they said it it was an ancient resort because the water still flows out of it and the water's still clean that comes out of it and it's still a constant flow tombo machai you gotta look this one up um but they built out of stone and all that stuff i don't know like water's still flowing out of it clean and it's It's just
0: come out of the ground right Mm -hmm. and it's just a spring
1: and they but they but they uh so harnessed it, or they collected it somehow. Well, like, they
0: probably put, like, we have them to feed, or to, for cattle, for drinking and stuff like that. You just build a little stone mason, it still flows out. Mm-hmm. But if you plug it, it's going to be a problem. If you try to resist it, it'll just pop up somewhere else, most likely. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they got, it, they got it down to a science that but they're still not pl- works today. they're not
0: plugging it. They have it probably in a trough system.
1: I I don't know. I don't know. Tombow, Machai.
0: But what, they weren't using it for power or nothing.
1: I don't know. We don't know.
0: They were using it for clean drinking water because it's a perfect source for clean drinking water. We don't know that spec- groundwater has normally really low flow.
1: It's all speculation. It's all spe- and the, one of the cool things about it too, and, and it's all surface tension. The way they built it, at the end of it, you could swipe your finger across it one way, and it would cut the flow down by like sixty percent, which mm. was nuts. And then you swipe your finger back the other way, and it would open the flow back up to you know its normal one hundred percent whatever it was already flowing. Mm. I just thought that was a cool little interesting they knew more than we we're letting
0: on so back to urban homesteading
1: yes urban homesteading you need don't, water
0: don't get yourself windmills with alternators and a bunch of car batteries no it's illegal don't get yourself turning squail don't get yourself tilapia and don't turn your yard into a garden and don't can your own food
1: but by don't on 90 percent of those do it do that if you want to be self-sustaining
0: if you don't want to have to rely on the, the man, government big brother that's
1: the whole point bets. of this is just yes. to say
0: like when the government jacks with the prices or anybody jacks the prices and stuff you don't care
1: you're freeing yourself you're yeah. you're freeing yourself
0: when you have 50 cans of quail meat and 100 cans of quail eggs and you know 400 jars of fresh vegetables and they want, and really don't care what happens outside this house
1: correct because if they let's just say hypothetically this happens in the future um they just want to prevent you from working anymore they want to prevent you from leaving your house or going to the store they want to prevent you from going to your job or let's say you run a business and they shut it down because they say it's dangerous just just say that happens if it if it were to happen in the future just by, for some crazy reason i don't know why they'd ever do that but if, if it were to happen you'd be fine you wouldn't have you wouldn't have to worry. You got your own food, you can take care of yourself. Less stress. And you don't have to waste your money on anything. Just a thought. Just a thought. It's always good to plan ahead for things like that could hypothetically happen. you never know.
0: Well. Burr. Well, this has been a great episode. I think so. I've been Daniel.
1: I've been Wilbur.
0: And remember, do your own research, look up your own stuff, read the full article.
1: All right. Read the what? Full article. Oh, read the full article. Yes.
0: Uh, all right, guys. Have a great week. Uh, love your family. Take some time. Relax. You know, don't think about this stuff constantly because it just eats you. It will. It will. Just relax. I mean, life goes on. One day at a time. Just go play some euchre and have a good night. Oh, I like that. All right. Goodbye, guys. Bye.